Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it is Tanya Clark Marinelli here, host of Empowering You and Your Children. Thanks for joining me yet again this week. I'm very excited. We got another powerful uh, guest on to chat with you guys all about getting your moxie back. And I just spent some time talking with her, and thank goodness I have her on the show today. She is the perfect. <laughs> The perfect person to be on the show this week, for me anyhow, and I'm sure for you as well. So before we introduce Maggie, I'm just going to do a couple of announcements, share with you guys a couple of things that are happening. So right after the radio show, every Thursday morning, Thursday mornings are freaking powerful. It's a powerful day, okay? Um, You got the radio show. You guys get amazing feedback. You're welcome to call in as well and ask your questions with Maggie. And also, we got live webinar training, all right? I share with you guys each and every week things that I only share with my private clients. And for an hour every week, you guys have the opportunity to hop on live, ask your questions, and I will answer them specific to whatever challenge or area of life that, that you, know, you need answers in. Today on the live webinar training, we're going to be talking about Competition versus collaboration, okay? Because there is a lot going on. There's a lot of that going on there. And what I've noticed is that even with the spiritual healers and entrepreneurs out there, there's some subconscious competition going on. And I want to blow that out of the water. I want you guys, I want to pull that up, bring it to the surface, and make everyone aware of that in case this is something that you might be sabotaging yourself with and you're not even aware of it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about integrity or lack thereof, and we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about my adorable little son just interrupted me. Sorry. We're also going to talk about judgment. All right, judgment on ourselves, judgment on others, and judgment that we don't even you know judging people without even knowing it. It's going to be a powerful one today, guys, and it all has to do about your money mindset, okay? We're going to find out what all of this has to do with your money mindset in your business and being okay to receive the amount that you want to receive. Also, the Empowering Kids Nature Camp, guys. You've got to get your kids enrolled. It is filling up quick. We still have some spots left in week one. However, they are going quick. So get your kids enrolled, empoweringkidsprogram.com today. And that is a really powerful camp for your kids. I work with women, and if I could reach them when they were kids and share them, share with them all of this really empowering, empowering and powerful information, you guys would avoid half of all the blocks that you're experiencing as an adult. Trust me, I'm still going through blocks, okay? We will, I just, the purpose of the camp is to really provide a safe space so your children can grow up with the belief that they can be, do, and have whatever the hell it is that they want to experience in this life. And because that's pretty much what I share with my clients today. So why not start when they're kids? So without further ado, guys, I'm going to bring on Maggie. Maggie is the creator of the Get Your Moxie Back program. And according to her clients, Maggie is an inquisitive, loyal, and devoted spirit 
always ready to infuse positive change in people around her. She is a mindset and inner spirit empowerment facilitator, a confidence and transformational breakthrough coach, and a motivational speaker. One of her passions is to live life fully with purpose and great laughter. I hope you make me laugh today, Maggie. Maggie's <laughs> educational background includes two bachelor degrees and a master's degree in mentor oh sorry in rehabilitation counseling and psychology hence her uh, love of coaching and mentoring others to help empower them to create their best lives yet i love it how are you maggie and welcome to the show thank you so much tanya i i am great i'm feeling fantastic and i'm really happy to be here and talking to you <laughs> wow your intro uh is amazing is amazing. So before we get started, why don't you share with everyone listening, okay? They've heard it from me. I read it, but let's hear it from you. What exactly do you do? Well, what I do, get your moxie back. I um, I wanted to get people to get their, you know, their courage and their intuition, their confidence back. But this whole thing started for me, you know, as um, I was a market research professional because I love to find out what motivates people, what, you know, drives us to do the things that we do and ultimately what makes us happy. And uh, for me, what drives me and makes me happiest is, you know, just being able to empower people and then help them build their confidence and, and go after the things that they really want in life. And, and I've been doing that, and I love it. But, um, you know, every day you, you have to work on that, every day, and I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> We're talking about that before before we hopped on live. Yeah. <laughs> so a market research, and you were in market research. Yes, pharmaceutical market research, and I work with you know um, physicians, all type of healthcare professionals, but more so with uh, patients. And uh-huh. um, talking to patients, it, it, that's what really got me. Because, you know, doing consumer stuff and you talk to people about, you know, what type of uh, uh, toothpaste or, you know, uh, toilet paper they prefer, but then talking to actual people, patients who are going through, you know, life-changing experiences just, you know, changes things for you as well, you know, gives you a different perspective and uh, make you think about what really is important in life. So that's why, you know, I, I changed from uh, doing consumer market research to doing solely healthcare uh, market research. Okay. And that was very rewarding. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So why don't you share with us your your journey? Okay. How did you, well, my like journey. you shared a little bit here in market research, but mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more of like what, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Share with us mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, my journey and, you know, <laughs> and how I got to where I am today actually and doing what I do. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, there were several events that actually shaped me into the person that I am today, but uh, since we only have one hour for the show, I'm going to try (laughs) to give you just the main point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I was born in Togo, West Africa, and uh, my father died when I was two years old, and I don't remember him at all. But um, in order for me to have a better life, my mother agreed to have me uh, be adopted by a Swiss family, and so I moved to Switzerland at the age of 10, um, but I was still in touch with my biological mother and my, you know, the rest of my family back in Africa. But growing up in mm-hmm. Switzerland was, you know, really like a big adventure for me, and I totally loved it. 
and I had two sisters there, you know, one that was older and one that was younger. So I got there, and I was just in the middle, so that was perfect. And we got along, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time, just like siblings do. <laughs> um, yeah. And then fast-forwarding a little bit, at the age of 19, after graduating from college, I decided to go to America and become a professional dancer. <laughs> and wow. Despite, you know, the lack of, um, uh, let's say, support from my family, they were like, What? You're starting too late. You're not going to make it. But I wanted to do it anyway and prove to myself that I could do it. And so I came to New York. And you can imagine my parents were, like, you know, horrified. And I came to New York, Mm -hmm. and I danced professionally for about five years. And then uh, I wised up and decided to go back to school. And (laughs) as you can imagine, that was, you know, (laughs) to my parents, you know, delight. So, okay, I went back to school and got my second bachelor's degree there. Um, at FIT, and then I went on to do my master's uh, program. And while going through my master's program, I was working for this uh, market research company, and um, the agreement between the company and myself was that I would be officially given the title of research executive once I finished the master's program. I was like, okay, no problem. And so I worked hard. I worked my ass off for two years to get through the program, I graduated, mm-hmm. and uh, at the end of the year, at review time, I went to talk to my boss, and I said, well, how can we make this transition happen for me now, you know? Um, I'm ready, so let, let's get things moving, you know? And, of course, as you know, getting that title, you know, you would have all the benefits that goes along with it, So, and I was ready to do that. And so um, my boss tells me, well, right now is just not the right time for the company to make this transition happen for you because... We still need you where you are right now. So how about, you know, you can uh, wait a little bit and be a little more patient, and we'll make this happen for you. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't like it, but, hey, what could I do, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I I decided, okay, let me stick around and uh, be a little more patient. And like they said, they're going to, prom- you know, they promised me this, so they're going to make it happen. And um, hmm, a year goes by. And by mm-hmm. then, of course, you know, the team was growing and uh, a couple of new more people joined and were hired, and they asked me to train them. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is a good idea. But, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, this might be the perfect opportunity to show my value and to show them that I was a team player and, and that I knew what I was doing. So mm-hmm. I trained you know, the new team members, and, um, well, they, they were good people too, and, you know, we became really good as a team. And in a short amount of time, you know, they were all trained and they were autonomous and doing a great job. So the team was great. And I we really took pride in that. And again, the year end review time came and I went back to my boss and asked again about making the transition for me. <laughs> and yeah. again, this time <laughs> she tells me well, you, you did a fantastic job training the new team members, and everyone loved working with you, and you were a great team member. You were really valued here. But, you know, given the new people that we were hired, that they, they were hired, you know, within the last year, um, we just don't have any more money in the budget to accommodate the change for you. <laughs> Woohoo! I was like, okay. Inside, I, I just knew. I just knew at that point that they were not going to give me what they had promised. Yeah. I was yeah. so angry, Tanya. I, I felt I felt used. I was, you know, I felt unappreciated. I felt frustrated. I felt taken advantage of. And But right then and there on the spot, I couldn't say anything. 
I didn't say anything. I Aww. just, you know, sat there and brewing inside and like, <gasps> you know, when you have those moments, you, you just feel like screaming. And, and, oh, yeah. But you can. <laughs> you can. And you're like, oh. And you just sit there and I have and a smile I, on my face. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and I was just going to say, and I'm feisty. Anybody who knows me knows me, like who knows me well, mm-hmm. I am one feisty Feisty girl, and uh, but I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> I'm very emotional, let's say. <laughs> yes, yeah. And the thing for me is that at that time, when things go wrong, either I just I don't say anything at all, or I start crying mm-hmm. because I just keep it inside and it's coming out in tears. And I hate that because it's showing that you know it's yeah. not what I want to do. So it's giving people a different image. But then I'm like, okay, just just keep it together. Keep it together. So I went home with all these feelings, you know, brewing inside me and trying to decide on what to do. Yeah. And I remember sitting in my living room in the dark trying to think, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. And among all, you know, the feelings and everything that was going on inside me, there was a voice that I could hear clear above everything else. And once I listened to that, you know, all the anger, the frustrations, the doubt, the indecision, the fear, everything just dissipated. And at that time, at that point, right then and there, I knew what I had to do. Uh-huh. And so the next day wow. I went back to the office. <laughs> I went back to the uh-huh. office and I went in with my boss and um, I put on her desk my resignation letter. Oh. Of course, they tried to make me stay by promising me more stuff, but, hey, I knew better now, and my mind was made up. I didn't care. I was like, no, 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 I'm going to be good. Um, I'm giving you guys two weeks' notice, like I had to, and I'll be out of here uh-huh. in two weeks. Everyone thought that wow. I was crazy because it was around Christmas time, and nobody quits their job around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. I was so intent on leaving, I didn't care what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just knew that I couldn't stay there anymore. But mm-hmm. no kidding, Tanya, within two weeks, two weeks, mm-hmm. I had the dream job present itself to me via a headhunter. Really? Yes, two weeks. And at that time, I didn't know anything about, you know, the laws of attraction and how to manifest things, nothing. I just knew I couldn't stay there. I didn't want to stay there. And I had to go. Look, but the power like, okay, of decision, know. people. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? You, you say it over and over again, and, and it's like time and time again, it's proven. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. make that decision. Make the decision. Okay, sorry, go ahead. And every, No, but it's true. You make the decision. You don't have to know what's going to happen next or how it's going to happen. Just make the decision, yeah. and everything else, you know, is going to be opening up to you. But I didn't know that by then, you know. I was totally clueless. But anyway, I just knew that I was going to go. And so I had this headhunter call me and offered me, you know, this position. And I went in to see the the, the company. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, and I took the job. So And it was a better job mm-hmm. with more money. And I didn't have to commute anymore wow. because the job was 15 minutes drive from my house. I was nice. totally, oh, I, I was over the moon. <laughs> I was Good over for the you. Moon. Oh, my gosh. That was the best thing ever. But anyway, you know, there were some um, – yeah, go ahead. I was listening to – if anybody listens to me or watches my videos, you know every single morning I'm getting ready. My morning routine mm-hmm. is listen to something inspirational. Well, this morning mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer popped up. I'm listening <gasps> to Wayne Dyer, and I've heard him speak so many times, but 
this morning something stuck out, and it was um, crap. I should I gotta cut my intro to what I'm gonna say shorter because like by the time I get there, I always forget what I was gonna say. But <laughs> crap. Ah, I do this. It's like a squirrel moment. Okay, you keep talking, and I'll remember. Okay, Maggie. Okay, <laughs> I'll okay that's down. Cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I left, and um, and of course there were, you know, some of my colleagues who had stayed behind, still feeling miserable, reached out to me after a couple of months to ask me, "How did you do it? How how could you just take up, you know, and, and leave?" And I was like, "Well, you know, it comes to a time when enough is enough, and you have to recognize that and make the decision to just get out." And my secret then was, you know, just to listen into your, what I call inner spirit, or you can call it your guts or your sixth sense or internal compass, whatever it is, whatever you call it, you need to trust that and go with it. And that's what I did. And um, without even knowing it, you know, with those colleagues, our regular talks turned into, you know, motivational and empowerment sessions. And at the time, I didn't even know that was, you know, that we were doing that. I was just, you know, trying to get them to go after the things they wanted. And before we knew it, one by one, they started getting, you know, other jobs, moving on to better situations and being happier with themselves. And then I realized, oh, my God, I love this. I really love this process of being able to help somebody to get out of their own way and just go after the things they really want. And then how about, you know, can I do this in a, in a larger scale and then, and, and, you know, make this happen more often? And that's what I did, and I've been doing that ever since. And I love wow. it. I love it. And when I see I the bet. results, and, and yeah, it gives me goosebumps yeah. every time. <laughs> oh, I and I, I completely relate. I completely relate. That's why I do what I do because I just I get on this huge buzz, and I just buzz mm-hmm. like I get the goosebumps and everything as well. Um, yeah. So you're definitely. I love. You can tell that you love what you do, Maggie, because I literally was hanging off your every word. <laughs> like, I, I loved listening to you speak. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure everybody listening feels the same. Um, uh-huh. You know, making that initial decision and listening to your intuition, this morning I was at Toastmasters and I, you know, somebody went up and spoke and she talked about following your intuition right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and listening to that and yep and i was just like hell yeah you know we yeah. more of us got to do it more of us got to mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. so and that's one thing that i love about about the kids camp that's another thing that i didn't mention this morning was that kids know how to how to listen internally better than we do right cuz it's yes. Yes. still so fresh yes. it hasn't yes. been completely conditioned out of them yet right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i oh, love yeah. I love just playing little little in, intuition games with them and getting them to g- putting them in a spot where it's okay to be intuitive, it's okay to listen to your inner compass, getting familiar with how it feels, the yes or no's, right, and how that feels yeah, in your yeah. body. Um, Absolutely. So, so that's yeah. So that's kind of what you that's kind of what you do in your in your coaching practice. Yes, that's what I do. That's what I do. And, you so know, how do you do most it? people, well, the, the thing is that most people, like you said, when you were a child, you had that intuition and that sense of, you know, inner guide, and you listen to it, and that's what, you know, got me from Switzerland to New York, because I, I wanted yeah. to do what I wanted to do. I felt good, and 
I didn't want to hear that, oh, you're not going to succeed, it's not going to happen, and blah, blah, blah. No, I feel like I can do this. I'm going to do it. And yeah. so by listening to that, your intuition is never going to let you down because it, it's your spirit, your inner spirit. It's with you. And if you have mm-hmm. an idea that comes up and you feel like you can do this, that's because you already have the potential of doing it. You already have that mm-hmm. potential in you. So follow the intuition. Don't wonder about, you know, oh, is it really going to happen? Just go. Yes, I want to do this. And then how it's going to happen, you know, those steps are going to be revealed to you. And how I teach yeah. people to do that is on a daily basis, just sit down and, like they said, meditation. When you meditate, mm-hmm. you don't have to think about anything specifically. You just sit and open your mind to whatever can come to you. And mm-hmm. with training, that intuition is going to grow, and that's going to be building your confidence. It's like, you know, one break at a time. One break at that's a time. That's amazing. So okay. what, kind of, what kind of successes has have your clients experienced? Or before you answer that, what kind of challenges have your clients experienced? Um, most of my clients, they've had issues with um, – their job, not like just like I had, no, you know, not being able to ask for promotion or feeling like you know they deserve to get that, or um, or they're not you know good enough to to go after the jobs that they want, or they are not smart enough, or you know even mm-hmm. asking for it is going to get them in trouble. Um, and this one lady yeah. that I had worked with about a year ago, um, her name was Juliana, and I met her in this little store, dollar store that I take my kids to once in a while, you know, to reward them and get little toys and stuff when they're really, really good. <laughs> and Julia yeah. was the cashier, the, the cashier girl at the time, and we would see her on a reg- regular basis, and we started talking. And um, one day she asked me, what, what do you do for a living? And uh, I'm like, well, I'm um, actually what you call a – at first I said I'm a coach. And she's like, oh? Um, but more exactly, what is that? And I said, well, you know what? I um, I help people to level up their confidence and empower themselves to go after the things they really want in life. And she mm-hmm. looked at me with big eyes and she said, oh, my gosh, I wish, I, you know, you could help me do that. I said, well, actually, you know what? Hmm, I have a little exercise that, you know, we can do together. I can give you. And she's like, oh, my God, okay, okay, let, let's do this. And, <laughs> and so we yeah. did. And, um, I mean, and it's been a year. It's been a year, and I mean, she's doing this on her own now. But I'm not working with her anymore. But she's um, now she's the store manager over there, and she worked wow. from being a cashier, and she got her GED because at the time she didn't finish high school. She got pregnant, you know, and dropped out of high school. So that was one of you know the, the things that was holding her back because she didn't have her high school degree, and she didn't think that she was smart enough. She couldn't ask for a raise because they wouldn't give it to her. She wasn't, you know educated enough, so I said, well, you know what, all these things you need to work on, if they're not, you know, barriers that cannot be overcome, then do something about it. And she got her GED, you know, and is now going to the community college, and the company is helping pay for her college degree. She's studying business administration. So that's just, you know, one person. But um, any, yeah. Good for Julia. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's it just so things that you you think you can't do, but most of those things that you you're thinking that you cannot do, those are limiting beliefs that were not you know they are not your own basically. Um, there, it, it all own. comes down to just 
not enough, eh? Not yeah. feeling good enough, not feeling smart enough, just not feeling enough. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And as a person, we are all more than enough. More, we are, I mean, and even in that word enough so, is not, it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah. More than so enough. how do you, like, I have a question. So there, so somebody's not feeling good enough. Okay, maybe not smart enough, good enough. Maybe they're not even feeling good enough for their partner. They're not feeling good enough as a parent, whatever. Just not feeling good enough. And um, so how do you begin to convince them that they are? Well, they have to, we go back to why are you feeling that way? Is this a true belief of yours? And where is it coming from? Is it really yours or, you know, was this imposed on you by somebody else? Have you been hearing this, you know, nonstop and and consistently and now you believe that it is true? Or is it really you, you know, that started at some point telling yourself without hearing it from someone else first that you're not good enough? And most of the time, Mm -hmm. this is something that was imposed on you. We don't Mm -hmm. wake up. You don't get up and just say, I'm not good. I'm not this or I'm not that. Why? That's because you right. hear it from someone else or somebody else been, you know, beating it, you know, down your throat and then beating it on your head and you end up believing it. And in order to yeah. change that, you just, what I say, I just say shatter that. Whatever it is, you find where it's coming from and you shatter it. And by shattering it, mm-hmm. it's going to level up your confidence one more step up. And then you find out something else. Oh, I can't do this. Uh-oh, wait, you can't? Okay, why not? Oh, mm-hmm. well, um, and don't tell me you don't have time or you don't have the resources because time, we all have the same amount of time during the day. I and, love the authority know. in which you speak. I love the authority in which you speak. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, my God. But, <laughs> but like, me, I, I need mm-hmm. that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, if I were to work with somebody, I need a powerful voice to call me out on my bullshit, literally, mm-hmm. right? Because I yeah. say that, yeah. too, and I'm a little – like, I can be a little gentle in my coaching, but for me, it's like, nope, I need somebody to call me out on that bullshit. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Tell me to shatter it. Tell me it's, it's crap, you know. So I, I love the authority behind your voice. So go ahead. <laughs> no, I think we all do need that, you know, little uh, little big push, I would call it, at some point, because you, 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 you get to relax because you want things to be easy, and that's normal. You want things to be easy. You want to be able to... To just, you know, stroll down the street and, and oh, it's nice, it's, it's good. Okay, I don't want any change. I don't want to make it any harder. But you need to push yourself to get better and, and get more. And, you know, yeah. confidence is so important because even strolling mm-hmm. down the street, if you don't have confidence, you're not going to do that because there are some people you see them walking and with the head down, like, oh, I don't want people to look I at me. Know. You know, let me just quickly get to where I need to get and, and, and just hide. Why? Why? Just you okay. are who you are. Can I, can I share something with you? And I'd love to get yes, your feedback on it. Yes. Okay. I, it wasn't until the last couple of years that I've been taking trips to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I love watching people. Like I watch people, I analyze them. I just, you know, their body language, the way they make eye contact. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yep. So I'm not creepy yep. or anything. I'm just, Watching people, okay. I love just analyzing them. So, and you what can I tell a lot. Is, what? Yeah, you can tell a lot by what? watching people. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. what I noticed was that, oh, my gosh, like these women are confident. Mm-hmm. They're confident. They stand yep. up straight, they walk <laughs> straight, and they freaking, they own their space. Right? Yes. And then and yes. then here I'll watch people walking down walking down the street in the mall, wherever else. You can see their shoulders are you know, more than not um mm-hmm. kind of turned in. Their heads are down, there's not a lot of eye contact and God forbid you say hello to a stranger. And <gasps> and because it's uncomfortable, right? And yes. uh so I noticed that, and I and I started asking questions. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? And and somebody gave me some feedback. I forget who it was, but their most of how they make their income is approaching people, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. so they have. It's almost like that fear is isn't there or I, I still can't give the answers to you, but I notice a huge difference. So I want to, what's your feedback on that? Well, th- that fear is non-existent and they already, you know, come to terms yeah. with the fact that, well, whether, I'm not going to know what your answer is unless I approach you and whatever your answer is going to mm-hmm. be, I'm okay with that. I'm going for a yes, but if you say no, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. So therefore the fear is removed. You just go, Hey, I would like to ask you about this. And if you say yes, you can get this. If you say no, that's fine too. But then you're not going to mention the no because you want to get the yes. So you're, hey, how about you do this? <laughs> I'm going to give you this and that and that and that. How about it? And either yeah. the person, they see already that confidence in you. So more likely they're going to say yes. <laughs> because they're like, oh, what right? are you selling? I want some piece of that. Yeah. But if you approach I somebody, was just they sharing well, last. I, I was just sharing this. last week, like when you, when you approach someone, Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, okay. So last week on my webinar, this is one of the things I said. If you approach somebody and you're not confident about what you're charging for your program, subconsciously, maybe it's your body language, maybe it's through the tone of your voice, but maybe they don't even know why. But subconsciously, they're gonna know it that you're yes. not confident and they're not gonna want to invest, right? They're gonna pick up on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's that's. I think that that's super super cool. Yeah. Subconsciously, and the if same you don't way, even if you're not confident, go ahead. Yeah, and, and that I was gonna say that is the same way. You know, your kids are gonna pick up on on your level of confidence. You know, your your lack wow. of confidence or you know of self esteem. They will feel uh-huh. it. They will pick up on it. You know. That's a good call. That is a good call. Yeah. yeah so exactly. that is why what. <laughs> That's why sometimes they ask over and over again, but it's, mm-hmm. I say it with confidence. <laughs> they won't. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Oh, they're going <laughs> to run you down like, come on, I know there's a yes somewhere in there. Yeah. I said, no, really, really, you don't mean that, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So, oh, I'm telling okay. you, I'm so I asked. What's yeah, that? Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was gonna. I was, it is really important to build your self confidence up because, it, mm-hmm. and bringing this back to the kids because either you you lack confidence or you have a great dose of it, that has a trickling effect on everything else in your life, everything else. And mm-hmm. when you do have confidence, you feel empowered and unstoppable. You feel more keen on wanting and doing things for yourself because you feel mm-hmm. that you deserve more and you can do better. And so, yeah, you are absolutely right. So you should go for that. 
Yeah. But at the same time, you know, and, and, and also because our children, like I said before, they do get affected by your low self-esteem and lack of confidence. They can feel it. They can see it. And it is critical that, you know, we teach them by showing them how to do it and by building them up, encouraging them and, and praising them for every little good thing they do because it, it matters. And that's how they get trained and building that up. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you're right. And, you know, I, I work with kids, and I've done a lot of study in anesthesia. And um, one thing that I'd love to share is modeling success, right? Your kids yeah. are going to do what you do, not what you say, not what you tell exactly. them to do. They're going to do what you do. Exactly. It yep. was so cute. My uh, my ex-husband smokes cigars, <laughs> and uh, and which is fine. And uh, But my youngest son is just like, my youngest son just, it awes over him, right? It just mm-hmm. follows everything that he does. So he had these really big, like, I don't know, things that resemble cigars, and he was pretending to smoke them one day. And <laughs> uh, and I was kind of giggling. I was kind of yeah. giggling. And, and, I mean, I could tell him not to do that, but I'm not even going to bother telling him not no. to do that. I'm just going to no. trust that he's going to make the proper decisions or whatever. And um, but I thought it was just adorable because I kind of caught myself going, I want to say, hey, don't don't do that. What are you doing? You don't want to pretend to blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But then I yeah. thought, look at all the other amazing qualities that he's picking up on as well, right? So awesome. yeah, like it's just that was a great call. They're gonna what's that? That was a great call on your part. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. kind of. Watching him with a with a smile because it's just like oh my gosh this guy this little kid just just follows every action that his father does but there's a lot of great qualities there too and and um, where was I going oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna do what you do not what you tell them to do and I know that and and yep. that's why I always say like model success model success model that exactly. confidence model that exactly. success you know mindset and and the I can do it, you know. If you yes. want your children to be you and have whatever it is that they want, you got to do it. you got to do it. you got to do it. And show them that, you know, hey, you're doing it because you love it. Because there's also that component yeah. of, you know, do what you love. Because if I tell them, okay, mama's going to work. And, you know, mama's working tonight. Oh, once we come back from the, the daycare and everybody's had dinner, ready to go to bed. And I'm like, okay, I have to make a call. And they're like, oh, you're working? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you have to work? I say, I have to work, but I love it. And so they, mm-hmm. they can tell the difference. You know, my yeah. previous job, I'm like, yeah, I have to go to work. And they're like, oh, okay. So I don't want them to grow up and say, oh, we have to work. No, it can be something enjoyable, and, and you love to do it. So they see me working, at, you know, all time of the day, and uh, they're like, oh, Mama really loves what she does. So it is a good thing. Yeah. And, yeah, you got to show them. you got to show them. I can yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. So you shared with us one tool. When we find mm-hmm. ourselves saying things like, I don't have enough money, there's not enough time, I'm not smart enough, shatter it, right? Mm-hmm. That is, yep. you just, you, even if you say out loud, just shatter it. I shatter that yep, thought, shatter. whatever the case is. But that's the decision that you're making, shattering it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yes. going to step into confidence. So mm-hmm. do you have any other tools that you that you yeah. want to share with the listeners? Yes, there's one um, one other step actually. Um, decision, 
the power of decision. That's something that I want people to really understand. Um, okay. Because every day, from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep, we make decisions nonstop about anything and everything. But what I, most of those decisions are made on what I call on autopilot because you don't even think about it. You don't, you don't really dwell on it. It's like, oh, okay, I have to go to the grocery store. You get in your car or whatever, go get whatever you need, you come back. But then yeah. if it's something really, really important, you're going to spend more time on, that, you know, making, on the process of making that decision. But once the decision right. is made, you need to stick with it. Don't you know, doubt yourself. Don't second-guess yourself. Don't listen to other people telling you whether, you know, it's going to be feasible or not. You make the decision. Just remember, you are in charge. You and you alone. People can offer their advice, whether you ask for it or not. They will anyway. But remember, you are in charge and believe in that power of decision. So every day you get up, you decide, today is going to be a good day, period. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna get in your car, and as soon as you you know you start driving, somebody's gonna cut you off. Are you gonna let them ruin your day? <laughs> Most of the time, people do. Mm, you mother, you didn't know. Okay, well, you know, God bless you. I hope yeah. you get you know to where you're getting safely. But that power <laughs> decision is so important. <laughs> so yeah, and you need to practice it. You need to practice it. You, you got know, to pra- power decision. Yeah, because you know what? That power decision sometimes is like the hardest thing. Yes, it you is. You can even <laughs> – it's so freaking hard sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you're, in a, if you're in not the best spot and mm-hmm. you're sitting there kind of like with this evil eye, like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do, but I'm so freaking not feeling it right now. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I, I totally get that. I totally, totally get that. So yeah. so what do you do in that when you're in that type of state? When you're in that situation, I, I heard about um, something Tony Robbins said, and I was like, okay. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, he's like, okay, I listen to, you know, I, I use my brain. I don't listen to my brain to tell me what to do. I use it. I use my heart to do what I want to yeah. do and what I need to do. So when your brain is telling you, oh, I really don't want to do this right now, like, well, you know what, I understand you're not feeling good, but let's do it anyway, and we'll think about it later. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> that's, my, that's like my video series right now, hashtag say yes, worry about it later. Yes, and I saw that, and actually that was awesome. When you said, hey, any and every opportunity that is presented to you, say yes. Say yes, and you'll think about it later. You'll figure it out. That, you know, I saw that from you, and I was like, this is awesome. Because Uh (laughs) that is totally awesome. Because, hey, I'm I'm doing this, but I do get, you know, those little setbacks once in a while because you have to work on this every day. It's not like somebody's perfect and they're teaching it and they got it all, you know, packed and ready. No, we all are, you know, struggling with different things on a daily basis. And the fact that you can progress and move forward is you're working at it. So yeah, get get you know get moving. You don't want to stay in place. You don't want to die. Like you want to be like you know the shark. You have to keep swimming. Don't stay yeah. and stagnate. Keep so moving. So before <laughs> before we we went on live, Maggie, we were we were chatting for a bit, right? And mm-hmm. and I was telling you, I'm like, man, I am in a freaking funk right now. Like I'm mm-hmm. experiencing some some struggles and some challenges. 
and some transitions in my life right now, but what I noticed is that where I say yes, where I make the decision and I'm consistent mm-hmm. is, is that I'm still going to do these radio shows. I'm still doing mm-hmm. my webinars. I'm still working my ass off in my business. But right now, it's a bit harder. It's quite a bit harder than it usually is, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so that's what I was sharing you at the beginning of, of, of the show. And what okay. was it that you were sharing with me about that? What was your feedback that you gave me? The feedback was that you do, you know, recognize where you are and you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And mm-hmm. one question you need to ask yourself, what is holding you back? What is really, you know, bothering you about it right now? Is, is it things that are moving, but why is it not moving? You need to do some more internal, uh, like what I call an internal check okay. and really get to, you know, what is it really? It's not, you know, there's something else at play. And pinpointing mm-hmm. that and shattering it will help, you know, things move forward. So, yeah, explore, yeah. you know, what mm-hmm. I call also the holding pattern. Why are you in a holding pattern? What's what's holding you back? And if you can come up with, you know, three top barriers that are keeping you in that holding pattern, then it's going to help you, you know, shatter them and uh, and move forward. Yeah. Okay. Definitely got it. What's that? Mhm. Definitely, definitely got to dig deep, huh? Yeah. Gotta and that is scary for a lot of people. You know, that Absolutely. is very scary for a lot of people. Deeping, going deep, like no, I, I don't want to. Or you, most, you know, they would know already what the reason is, but they don't want to go there because it's too scary. Yeah, you know, you know what I find? I find that a lot of people do that because they are not aware that, or they think that the deeper they push it, the more they're pushing it away. Uh-huh. But really, the deeper you push it, the more you suppress it, and eventually those feelings always come back up. They yes. always do. But, they do, and they so will the come back at, at a moment when you're not expecting it at all. Yes. Yes. But you, you can consciously forget about it for a while, but uh-huh. it's subconsciously it's always there. And it's always going yep. to speak back up. Something's going to trigger it, right? Yep. It's it's going to so it's going to come back and and into something else. It might be yeah, okay. Hmm, like you know, it might be something to do with your business right now, and it's bugging you, and it's bugging you, and you don't want to do something about it, or you're like, not now, not now. But then it's going to creep up on you and come into, I don't know when you're doing an activity with your kids, or you're doing something for your church, or it's going to come back somehow somewhere in a different form, and you'll be like, shit, if I had taken care of this, you know, when it first popped up, you know, uh-huh. I wouldn't be here now. Yeah. <laughs> so so what does, quote, unquote, taking care of it look like? Does it mean well, pushing it back down? The digging deep and finding out what it is and, and, you know, kicking it in the butt. And bringing and it up and getting yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Yep. Rather yep. than burying it and burying it and burying it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a huge one for people. Like before, I learned that years mm-hmm. ago, in when I first began my journey, I yes. I just thought the the deeper you bury it, or the more you push it down, the more you ignore it. That is yeah. how to effectively deal with it. I had no idea that it played such a huge part in my emotions and so many other areas of my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So that's amazing. That Holy, Maggie, you shared with us it a is. lot today. This is an amazing <laughs> conversation. Hey, it oh, was. Yes, I love it. I love it. Every time, and... every, can you tell I'm Canadian every time I say hey? <laughs> no, actually. Really? I, 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 no, no, I can't. I can't tell. And I speak French too, so, but I can't tell. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, so can I, I ask so. you, so you mentioned you have kids. I didn't even ask yeah. you about your family. Yeah, I yeah, have how many kids. kids. I have two little munchkins, a seven-year-old boy, well, the seven-and-a-half, and a four-year-old daughter, four-and-a-half. Oh, they're just a um, little. Yeah, they're still little, but oof, don't tell them that. Oh, don't tell them that, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, especially my daughter. But they, 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 and I mean, just like any sibling, they fight. They argue. It's not a fight. They argue all the time about anything and everything. And um, <laughs> no matter what yeah. I say, they're going to do what they want to do. And, they, you know, and they, blah, 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 blah. so and when they try to put me in the middle, I just go, hey, you're not listening to me anyway. So just go deal with whatever <laughs> you need to deal with. And they do. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they, they're totally amazing. And they teach me so much about myself every day. It, it's, you know, I look at them and I'm like, wow, Okay. They have their own little personalities in there, and and they know what they want, and I try to go with that as well. And actually talking about this, there's this um, clinical psychologist. I love her. Shefali Tsabari. I don't know okay. if you heard, um, you heard about her. Shefali Tsabari. Mm-hmm. She's a clinical psychologist in New York. She has a practice in New York, and she's been on uh, Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. Um, maybe, okay. You know, some of your listeners have... Um, in her there, and she's talking mm-hmm. about conscious parenting. I love that. I love that because she's yeah. like, well, your children are there to teach you. I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you have to listen. You know, you're there. You, you're gonna do the conscious parenting in order to not just just tell them what to do and imposing on them what you want them to do. Like, you know, I want my child to, to play the piano. I want my child to, to play the cello. I want, oh, yeah, you're going to play football. No, these are things that you want, not them. So before yeah. you decide on any of those activities, ask them, what, what, mm-hmm. what do you like? What would you like to do? What, what you know, what interests you? And, and treat them like the people that they are, you know, their kids. Yeah, but they are here to teach us more so than That's we are to teach them. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne Wayne Dyer speaks a lot on, or spoke a lot on it. I still learn from him every day. But he Mm -hmm. speaks a lot on that conscious parenting. And I practice attachment parenting. And um, my youngest is 10 now. Like, don't ask Mm -hmm. me where the time went. My (laughs) oldest is, yeah, right? My oldest is going to be 21. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I have, I I like to call it the grandparent effect, right? Because I've done, parented one way and then parented a completely different way with my two younger ones. And here's Uh here's what I've learned from my adorable clone daughter is that um, (laughs) her and I, man, did she teach me a lot. A lot Uh in allowing. Uh, because there were so many struggles and challenges between us, man, did we butt heads, mother and daughter? Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And and well, yeah. and little did I know it was because we were so much alike. And um, 
So anything that I told her, she never listened to a freaking thing. Not a thing. (laughs) Having a conversation with her this past weekend and just realizing, like even she said, Mom, I'm just like you. I'm like, Sierra, you're just like me. The way she talks, the gestures, the she's so freaking smart. She just, like, all of this stuff, she's just so interested in, in the coaching and the mindset and all that stuff. And it just, it blows my mind. And it's like, I didn't have to freaking do a thing with you other than just mm-hmm. be me and hang out and yep. and model. And you got it. You, know? you hooked it up. You, yep. You got it. Totally. You got it. I could have avoided so much trauma. <laughs> so that's what but I'm doing when you're with in my the kids moment, now. Oh no! <laughs> you, oh, are, totally. you, you really don't but know the, when you're in the moment. The cool thing is that I get to I get to learn and I get to apply it. So with my little ones, there are ten and eleven boys. Of course, yeah. mama's uh-huh. boys, right? <laughs> I lay with them. They still like if they want to, they'll crawl in bed with me. They'll sleep with me, and. I'll look at them and I'll be like, I miss you so much because I just, like, you're growing up and you're so independent and you guys are, you know, such cool kids, such cool people, Mm -hmm. but you don't need me, you know, like, you guys got minds of your own and and I'm just kind of here to facilitate and to help out with whatever you need, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, yep, yep, and giving them that What's Absolutely, that? and and you know, giving them that confidence of uh, no, 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 you don't need me. You can do this by yourself. And like you mm. know, the person, well, go ahead, I'll watch, I'll be here if you need me. But go ahead, you can do it. And my yeah. son is asking more and more of that. You know, oh, I want to. He wants to do the dishes to help me out. My my daughter wants to help me cook. So most of the time, you know, my first instinct would be like, no, 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 it's dangerous. Don't no, don't touch that. And then I'm like, you know what? It's gonna take more time to prepare dinner, but that's okay. So then I set them up, and I'm like, wow. okay, you can do this, and you can do that, and I show them, and they love, you know, to participate and help, and then I'm like, okay, then, yeah, this is working. <laughs> it's working, so yeah. let's do it this way. But, you know, going back to you and your daughter, when you said, you know, she didn't listen, but she's just like you. <laughs> As daughters, we, we yeah. went growing up or when you're a teenager, and I'm, I was told, well, you, you, you know, you're just like your mom. Like, no, I'm not. You know, because yep. then you're thinking, oh, my mom is not that cool. I'm not like my mom. But And growing up in <laughs> Switzerland, you know, my mother, <laughs> I felt like she was so strict with me. And, like, you're not like this with my other two sisters. Why? It's like, no, I, I'm just the same with the other two. But, you know, I'm the only one who left and went so far away from everybody else. And mm-hmm. years and years later, you know, I'm like, wow. Everything she was teaching me and that I was resisting, it still got in. Mm-hmm. It still got yeah. in, and until I came to New York, and I started seeing different things around me, and, I, and all the things that my mother taught me were coming back up, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Thank God that she taught me these things because I see things around me, and I'm like, oh, hi. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it gets in. You think they're not listening and they're not getting it, but it gets in. So, mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah, and Today, good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm with the best of friends, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> there are a few things there that I'm like, I don't know how to get this through to her, uh-huh. but it probably has. Well, so that's good. They get it. 
They get it. Yeah. What did she say to me the other day? She said, um, oh, and I hope she's not listening. <laughs> um, she said, uh, she goes, man, when I was a, when I was a teen, I, I didn't want any, I didn't want to be anything like you, nothing like you. People would tell me, you know, dad would tell me that I, we were just, we were just the same person and it was funny. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and she's like, now she's like, mommy, I want to be like you. I I laughed so hard. I'm just like, Sierra, you are you. You are you. Um, But um, so her and I got into like a little bit of an argument probably about a month ago. And my ex-husband is still like, we're all really close still. And so he's really involved in every conversation that's had. And um, I guess I, I, I called my ex-husband and I said, okay, this and this happened with Sierra and um, I'm going to give her a day or two to cool off because I'm, uh-huh. you know, I, I don't want to say anything that I want to, you know, I'm going to regret anything like that. And uh-huh. he's just laughing. He's like, your daughter just messaged me and said the exact same thing. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It was so funny. Anyways, so... I don't even know how we got onto this topic, but I'm sure it'll be of use to somebody out there. It's just, you know, I I always say that I spend a lot of time every single day doing my best not to expect, even out of my younger children, just Mm -hmm. um, rather supporting them and allowing them to be who they are. And it's a challenge, man. It's a challenge when you want to keep them safe, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. But, yeah hard because yeah. you know a lot of time oh my goodness I'm like yeah I did pray to have kids and I did you know really really ask God okay you know I want children so please please give me children and now I have two and sometimes I'm like oh my god it's too, <laughs> it's too much yeah. it's too difficult I can't handle it and then I'm like well you know what and you have like you know those two little voices having conversation like well you did ask for them mm-hmm. so you can't complain now <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Maggie, I love talking to you. You, I think you oh, just have too. so much energy. Thank you. You got a lot of yeah, amazing energy that I think just your energy in itself is going to uplift people that work with you, man. And so oh, if somebody, so much, there's somebody listening and they want to get a hold mm-hmm. of you, how are they going to do that? Well, you can find me on Facebook. I'll type in Maggie Monet. And okay. um, or you can also look under Get Your Moxie Back. Uh, my website, getyourmoxieback.com, www.getyourmoxieback.com. And Get Your Moxie Back is in one word, all attached. Nice. That's perfect. Do you do you have anything to give our listeners, any, any treats yes. to give our listeners? Yes. <laughs> if anybody want to reach out to me, I can, you know, give them uh, 30 minutes of my time to go through, you know, some sessions with them and see um, if they are ready to uh, shatter some of their limiting beliefs and move forward and build up their confidence and uh, start kicking some ass and uh, getting their moxie back. And also I have um, (laughs) on my Facebook um, page, I made it a point to have daily inspirational quotes that, you know, I come up with, I get up, and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to, you know, give this out and, Whatever comes to me that day, I'm, I'm posting some inspirational quotes out there um, to get people, you know, going and going after the things they want and getting confident. 
Amazing. So, you guys, you guys got 30 free minutes with this amazing lady, Maggie Monet, M-O-N-N-E-Y. You can get a hold of her at getyourmoxieback.com, right? Yes. Yes, getyourmoxieback.com. Find her on Facebook, M-A-G-G-I-E-M-O-N-N-E-Y. And if you're on the event page on my Facebook page, her information is there as well. So one more time, I just want to celebrate you and thank you so much for coming on the show and supplying our listeners with so many tools. It's a pleasure for me and the pleasure was all mine, Tanya. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was awesome. I had a lot of fun and uh, it was really great. I'm glad you said yes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Awesome. All right, so we will see you on on, uh, our other call this afternoon, and take care and have an amazing day. Thank you. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. And for all you guys still listening, I'm buzzing. I'm so happy that I got to talk to Maggie today. Um, I'm not joking. Like in the live weekly webinar training that's happening in 30 minutes, I'm going to share with you some authentic um, experiences that I'm having. Like I am definitely going through some transitions and having more of a challenging time than uh, other times in my life. And the reason why I keep going despite challenges is because I get to talk to amazing people like Maggie that totally bring me out of um, a a vibration that isn't serving me into one that really is going to serve me. So woohoo! 90% of success is showing up because you never know what you're going to get. And today I got, um, I'm just feeling so much better. So I'm grateful for all these opportunities. I'm grateful for all the listeners. Hop on over. Make sure you get on that webinar today. We're going to be talking about collaboration versus competition. Um, integrity or lack thereof, judgment. And this all has to do, plays a huge part in your money mindset when it comes to your business. So I love you guys all. Investinyourselfcourse.com. Hop on over, get your freebies. Enroll your kids in the Empowering Kids Nature Camp today. Empowering Kids, (laughs) oops, empoweringkidsprogram.com. Almost forgot my website. Okay, love you all. Have An amazing day. And one last note. Next week, you guys are going to want to call in. Make notes next week, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Dan King is on. Get your messages. Okay? Love you all. Bye.